Hello, it's me, Ari, the host of Unlicensed Therapy, coming to you from my bed here in West Hollywood. I was too lazy to go into the studio today, so I did it right here from my laptop. More intimate, lo-fi, low-budget intro to show you guys my real self. Today we have a friend of mine, Joe Marisi. He's a hilarious stand-up comedian. He is from Chicago. He is a door guy at the Comedy Store. He has appeared on Chad Goes Deep with Chad and JT on their podcast. And just kind of a staple in the L.A. comedy scene in my generation. Before we get into the episode, I do want to mention that I need more voicemails for the show. You could tell in this episode we are just getting some crappy voicemails. I ran out. I had a bunch. I need more. I have enough listeners now where I think some of you, if anyone listening to this cares, leave me a voicemail asking for advice, and we'll play it on the episode. That number is 323-379-5244. That's 323-379-5244. Leave a voicemail. Contribute to the show. Now, before we get into the episode, here is a clip of Joe Marisi. I think my face says Dodge Ram. Shoulders, command the road, step up to get in. It's like me, right? Carrying around wood and steel and drywall, carry it. Fortunately, that's not the reality. I'm a Prius guy. Prius C, actually. That's uh, that's your compact. That's, that's a car for one. Don't get in. Don't let anybody get in. Pulling that handle. It's the Uber car. And every time you stop, crank. Uber for Mike. No, Mike, get out of here. Quit breaking and entering. I don't like that car, though. It's too quiet. How dangerous is that? It's like a little golf cart driving up the road. Can't even hear it. I'm on my second one, the first one got totaled. The woman that totaled my car goes, you know, I couldn't see or hear you. Hey Toyota, congratulations on the ninja vehicle. Succeeded there. Alright, that was Joe Marisi. Pretty funny. Unique. A character, if you will. Nice guy. Hope you enjoyed it. And now here is my conversation with Joe. to people who clearly need it. It doesn't make any sense, Ari. This is a horrible idea. 
You're listening to You're listening to Unlicensed 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 Therapy with Ari Mendes. Ari Mendes. Joe Marisi on the podcast. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Ari. Thanks for being here, man. Yeah, good to be here. I haven't seen you in a long time. I know, and I will say this, and I'm not just trying to toot your horn here. You've gotten a lot better looking since the last time I saw you. <laughs> With the no Am hair? I the first person to tell you this? Uh, you look yeah, good, thanks. dude. Oh, cool. The wow. shaved head, you were probably scared of it. At first, yeah. But damn, does it look good. You look like Jason Statham. Yeah, I like to go. I go all the way bald. I actually was gonna do it today and haven't had time yet. I'm gonna. I th- this whatever this is. This is what you like. Scruff on the top of the head. Perfect. I, I like shaving everything though. It looks. I have a sh- I have a little bit of a shadow. Sorry. That's no, okay. I have a sh- I have a shadow anyways when I shave. So I don't know. But thanks. I appreciate. It. Yeah, you. Uh, you're peaking right now. You know what that? You know what I mean when I say that? This is your height of your life. Right now. Yeah, I feel like... Uh, it's not going to get better than this for you. All right. I hope you're enjoying this moment. Yeah, this I'm going to ride it out. You've booked four podcasts this week. Yeah. You look handsome as shit. Damn, Thanks. dude. Thanks. Damn. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm gl- maybe glowing, maybe. Yeah, you are you got a glow to you. Do you have a, a girlfriend or anything? No. Do you want one? Do you? No, I want one. Yeah, I do want one, yeah. What I mean, should we do? I don't know. It's hard during Are you kidding the me in this town? pandemic. You know? Yeah, yeah. Also that. Yeah. I'm trying you to like be, I'm I'm trying to be safe. That's why. I, I did this episode with the Cartnark, and I said the pandemic in quotes like that, and all these comments are like, "Why is he putting pandemic in quotes? <laughs> what a shit has not I do it every time just to <laughs> piss people off." Yeah, I've been. Yeah, I haven't been trying to go out with the girls because I'm trying to be safe. That's my. I've been that's, trying, that's but my, they're trying to be. That's safe. my excuse. It's I not, want. I want to do it, but they want to be safe. That's the problem. Yeah. I want to date, dude. I want to find love. And I see, pe- and then I see people who are like wearing like two masks, and then I know they're like ha- having random sex with people. So. The mask with the so plastic cool. mask over it. Yeah, I've seen. Oh it, my yeah. god! When I see those people, I think to myself, "You should just get corona and die." Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're that scared, if yeah. you're wearing two masks, stay inside. Stay inside your house. Never leave again. Yeah. Because you're yeah. gonna. You, I hate you. That's it, you know? Yeah, I, I, I hate I, them. I hear you. So you've been back in L.A. two weeks from Chicago. What made you come back? Uh, it was time. But no, because the corona is still happening. L.A. is still shut down. So what made you decide, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to head back to I L.A.? I know, because I Were was there. Were you sick of your family? Well, I mean, I was, yeah, I mean, it was me and my dad, and then, you know, my mom passed away a few months back. I'm sorry to hear that. I don't, yeah. I actually, I don't know if I knew that. Yeah, I think you knew that. It was pretty big news. I, um, I honestly... I'm not trying to be a dick. I don't think I knew that. I think you texted me. I did? Maybe. I don't know. Or sent a message or something. I honestly don't think I did. And it's not because I'm an asshole. I just didn't know. I don't think. Were people, did you post about it on your Instagram? Yeah, everything. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> well, thanks. Yeah. So that I love was, you. I'm sorry. How did that happen? Thank you. How'd she die? Cancer. Oh, my God. That's horrible. Metastatic breast cancer. Yeah. Breast cancer? So she just didn't catch it in time? Well, she's had she had it a few times, like since night she had it first in nineteen ninety nine, wow, so a while ago, uh, and then she had it a few different times, and then in twenty eighteen, I guess it came back pretty bad. Now, are, do you want to talk about this, or should I switch away topic? Uh, yeah, if you want to talk, I don't care. Did she have real boobs afterwards, or no boobs? Did she have fake boobs put on? No, after? she had one removed and still had the other one. So she just went 
Eh, fuck it, I won't have a boob. Yeah, why do people get fake one? Like, yeah, some people get fake boobs because you know they want to look yeah. presentable to for sex and but stuff. But then it's like the whole thing's fake. Yeah, you just have fake boobs after you get after you get breast cancer. A lot of times, normally they would remove your boob. Yeah, but some women just get fake ones put on. But yeah, your mom no. decided she, not yeah, to. Yeah, she didn't do that. No. Okay, was that an insensitive question? No, I was just curious. That's a fair question. I could un- yeah. I could see why someone listening would be like, "That's super insensitive to ask about his no, I dead mean, mom." It's, you know, but I, I could, just wanted to I get the full. Pic- I would just want to imagine, yeah. uh, you know, get the full character of your mom. But yeah, that's why I was there the whole time. Well, I went when I went there in June. I was I was only supposed to stay for like three weeks. Got it. I just wanted to visit. And then she passed away because so my mom actually she was clear then. Like, she Damn. was done doing cancer treatments. She's like, said, I beat it. She's like, I'm good. Well, I mean, but she, I, my dad always says that she said, you know, he, I told you not to get too excited because, like, a few weeks later, it was, like, around, like, Father's Day. It was, like, yeah, like, late June. And then she couldn't walk, and then we went in for an MRI, and it was all over her brain. Jesus. But, like, a few weeks prior, they said all we see is, like, a little dot. And that was on a CT scan, but then the MRI revealed everything. <sighs> so That's horrible. Yeah, it's stupid. I'm sorry. Because that's um, why I went in, because she was done doing treatment. And my dad's like, yeah, mom's clear. Just, you know, come in town for a little bit. Like, because we were worried about COVID. How's your dad doing? But yeah, I mean, he's pretty depressed. He's by, I mean, he just got a dog now, but uh, yeah. He's it's, sad. It's, it's, he's heartbroken, it, obviously. Yeah, they were together 46 years. Wow. Yeah. Do you think he'll start dating again? <laughs> uh, hopefully, men. Um, yeah. <laughs> Would you be okay? Like, I don't want another. Uh, you, you don't know, want to step Somebody's taking place by mom. He, he no, can, no. He can date guys. I mean, dude. I think you're old enough to where if he got remarried, you wouldn't even call her mom. You know. Yeah. No. I it know, would just be your dad's. I, I don't even think he would. I, I mean. Is he is he decent looking? Do you think he could? Yeah, but I don't know. He probably wouldn't know what to do. I mean, she would. He's, <laughs> he's been with my mom since he's nine, yeah, but since he's nineteen. Whoa, that's so, a love story. Um, yeah. Does he have good money? Does he have a lot of money? He's fine. He doesn't have a lot, but he's. What do you think his net worth is? One mil, two mil? No. I don't know, but now I wouldn't say that much. So, if he if he got a new, let's say hypothetically speaking, he called you tomorrow, and he's like, "Hey, Joe." I got a girlfriend. I'm just, you know, I'm trying to make myself happy, and yeah. she makes me happy. Would you be like, "Oh, that's great, Dad," or would you be like, "You sh- no"? Yeah, I would say no. You'd say no. <laughs> yeah, it's too soon. It's only been four months. Four months, but it's just he's dating someone. No, I, I would he's not say married. He, I would tell him because he just got the dog. I'd say, "You got the dog. Let's stick with the dog for a while." Okay, fine. See so if that. Doesn't what help. if he said, "Joe, I agree. Four months is too soon." So. I'm going to start getting prostitutes to satisfy my urges. <laughs> what would be your response to that? I mean, if he was having those urges, no, I would tell him just, just jack it. Whack off. Don't. I mean, it's enduring. You got to be supportive, man. No. He's your dad. He wouldn't want me to be getting prostitutes. Even if your wife just passed away? Yeah, I don't think so. I think he would. But it's okay. You know, everyone's different. I, I'm I don't not know. We'll try. see in a year from now. Ask me then. Maybe I'll change my tone. But right, basically, like it. You're like until I'm until I'm okay, you can't be okay. Is yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, fair enough. 
so I wanted uh, to get like your, to, in my opinion, very motivational story, because okay, you're like this strapping young man working at the comedy store. I'm older than you, but go ahead. Yeah, we're both yeah. young men. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. How old are you? I'm gonna be 37. 37. Yeah, I'm 31. Next week. Yeah. 31. Yeah, similar ages. So we're strapping. Sorry, young go men. ahead. I don't mean to interrupt. But to me, when I when I view you. I see this rags to riches story. I mean, when I look at an old picture of you, you were a, a doofus in high school. I mean, I'm just judging you off your picture, but you oh, were... that's no, that was after the fat pictures. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's like mid twenties. Oh, you were you yeah just in high like... school. I was a very handsome, skinny. Oh, kid. Was, oh, yeah. okay. So it you, yeah, this was you like... had like a uh, a downturn. Yeah, this was like right after. Yeah, like I was probably twenty three to twenty five. Oh, so right after college. Day. Yeah, yeah. So was, how did you get from Jason Statham lookalike stunt <laughs> double to that picture with like the fro and just the obesity? How did well, you get there? I don't know if it was obesity. It was uh, that was some American obesity. It was. <laughs> yeah, I just stopped. Doing everything healthy, I guess. Like no exercise. No exercise. And you ate Chicago eat, pizza. Eating everything, drinking a ton. Um, yeah, mostly those last two things. Yeah, I was drinking a lot, but not, not really, not even so much that. But I would just eat an insane amount. Like, but what was causing this? Just depression or not giving a fuck? Yeah, what I mean, it could. You... Yeah, it was probably a com- uh, combination of I, I was a little depressed and. Wasn't really sure what I was doing with my life, like as far as what direction I was gonna, what kind of work I was gonna do, and and then just I don't know, kind of letting loose, wanting to just get a little wild. I like that. I like getting wild. <laughs> but no. But did you realize it was happening as it was happening, or did you look up in the mirror one day and thought to yourself, "I am a American obesity it, patient." Yeah, it was more that because when I was like fat, no one really told me. Sure, because how often do you go up to someone and say, "Hey, geez, you know you're fat, right?" <laughs> no, but people close to you, they should like. I mean, if like if people said like, "Hey, we're kind of worried. You're, you're looking a little uh, heavy there. Maybe uh, let's mix in a salad every now and then." <laughs> I, I would say, "Okay, yeah," and then. No, but what it was really, I got to a point where I, I kept seeing my fat fucking face in pictures, and I would just see like all this down here. And the I was next just like, stuff. I was like, I can't. I don't want my face to look like that anymore. Right. I want a regular face. That's good motivator. So yeah, that was pretty much the motivating. Oh yeah, thing. if I walk yeah. around my house without a shirt on, yeah, I end up doing more push-ups. Because I walk by enough mirrors where I'm like, yeah, you'll find the flaws. But if I keep my shirt on, then I'm like, I'm just going to lay in bed instead. (laughs) So that's a good motivator out there. If you're a fat schlub, I would say walk around as much as you can with no shirt on. Make yourself feel very bad about yourself. Yeah, that that helps. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, for me, it was definitely the way my face looked. I was like, I, I I need to change my face. So then, so what was your. So you woke up one day, you're like, this needs to stop. After a yeah. few after about two years, you're like, okay, we gotta we gotta nip this in the bud. What did you do? I mean, most of the weight came off when I moved to California when I, in twenty twelve. So 
yeah, a lot of it was just out here, like when you'd go out to eat, you get kind of smaller portions. So oh, I, I, didn't know I, that. I really LA became serves smaller portions. Yeah, I feel like back home when I would go out to eat, I'd you'd just get like a ton of food everywhere. Yeah. I mean, at least the places I was going to out here, there were smaller portions, but mm-hmm. but then I became really conscious of portion control and just having like one plate of food at a time instead of uh, as many as keep you want piling it on. Yeah. And what about exercise? Did that change? That too. Yeah, my main things were portion control and exercise. I started going to run in like every day. Uh, yeah, I was doing a lot of push ups. Um, what else? Do you do yeah, some running? Is there anything you do to pump yourself up for exercise? Like for me, when I watch kung fu movies on Netflix, it gets me in like kind of that headspace. Got to be the best. Uh, push ups, sit ups, ripped, kung fu, haya. No, I just have the, an inside voice telling me uh, you got to do it. That's it. You bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you got to do it. I don't know. Yeah. I, and then I used to do, recently I was doing Peloton a lot, but my roommate took that when he moved out. So that son of a gun. Yeah. That son of a gun. So now I do sprints in the park. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But by yourself. Yes. Music in? Eye of the Tiger? No, I'm uh, no music. I'm just aware of everything around. Wow. Yeah, I don't know, because you don't know what's happening at, the, at these parks around here. You have a lot of drive and motivation, in my opinion, at least with your, your body and and just your looks. Yeah, I've come a long way. Like, I could definitely see you getting roles as, like, the villain, the handsome villain. Yeah. That's kind of yeah, what I, I see. I could do that. Your career headed. No? That'd be fine, Would yeah. you do that? Yeah, sure. All right. Well, we'll make some calls. We'll make some calls yeah, after this. Yeah, please do. So you came back here two weeks in. You get back here immediately. Your longtime roommate, one of your best friends, is like, "Yeah, hey, Joe, I'm moving out." Pretty much. I mean, he gave me some advanced warning, but what was your initial I st- reaction? I still was. I didn't think you he weren't would ready. Go that quick. Yeah. I mean, I just got back. I got. We, you know, financially not doing great. Now, is it a stress thing, or is it? Are you kind of hurt on a deeper friendship type level as well? And let's be let's put it out there too, because most people probably know who we're talking about. We're talking about JT John Parr. Yeah, no, it, it's nothing personal. It's like I I know eventually, yeah, we're not going to live together. You know, going like into our forties, and you know, we're going to have families. Sure, you're thirty seven. He's. 30-something. Yeah, so... It's time. Yeah, I, I, I figured we'd part ways eventually, so it's not like that. It's just the timing is very bad for me. Yeah, in the middle of pandemic, but yeah. that's kind of part of it, is he's a little Nancy boy with coronavirus. That's what I think, yeah. Yeah. Have, uh, I mean, It's we don't funny to... because in my mind, I would have thought you would be too, but you're not. I was at the beginning. Yeah. But for, you kinda... for a few days. <laughs> And then you just let it go. Well, no, it's not like, that. I, I mean, I've, I'm always safe about it. Like, I I always have, like, my hands. You can see, like, the knuckles, how dry. I, I've always washed my hands a ton. I've got, like, an OCD thing about it. So I'm very safe. And 
I'm never around a lot of people at one time. So I'm not like I'm not like going out partying. I just am gonna live my life. What are you gonna miss most about living with John? Um I don't know. Um it was good having someone the camaraderie, I guess, of having someone there and being able to chat about shit. Camaraderie is what you'll miss most. What is something you're looking forward to about him being gone? Everyone, listen, no one's perfect. There's no perfect roommate out there. Uh, What's one of his roommate flaws that he could take on some advice if he were to ever get a roommate again to being a better roommate or a, a significant other? Yeah, I mean, I guess he could uh, be a little better at cleaning. He's a little dirty boy. He can be, yeah. He's a filthy little little trickster. Yeah, he likes to leave stuff all over. That's some good advice. So you're a little cleaner. Yeah. All right, that's good advice. Now, you've been doing comedy since 2012, or did you start in Chicago? Yeah, Chicago. How'd you get into no, it? No, I, I know. I, I started stand-up 2008. Wow, I didn't realize you've been doing it that long. Yeah, me neither. You've been, so you've been <laughs> doing stand-up. Over well, I started when I was 25, yeah, or 24. So you're about 13 years in. So I guess, yeah. Now, I imagine you always made your friends laugh or kind of a goofy guy. Right, yeah. Is that what motivated you to start? Were Pretty like, much, hey. yeah. And then I watched some stand-up and was like, I think I could do that because people always laugh when I talk. So I <laughs> if I went and talked uh, on a stage, maybe they'll laugh also. So where did you go for the first time? Uh, there was this bar in Chicago called Wise Fool's Pub. And what made you, you just knew about it? Yeah, and... a buddy of mine was hosting an open mic, a guy who I was in. I was doing acting back then. I was in Tony and Tina's wedding. It was a bullshit off-Broadway play. But you were doing that for a living? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I mean... I didn't know this not, about you. Not making a lot of money, but... Yeah, but but your, that was your full-time gig in Chicago? Yeah. Yeah, after college. I didn't know this. Were you a theater major in college? No. I, I actually... I did go into acting, but I quit the program because they wanted you to do, like, Shakespeare and all that shit. Yeah, it's kind of a lot. So I didn't want to do you that. You got to really want it to do that. Um, yeah, and then I, I auditioned for that because I had sent out headshots to... Uh, some of the local casting directors and just got into that show and then a guy in the show was hosting an open mic because I really did want to do stand-up at that point. I think I was just too afraid. I would like to know more about this play though because I never took you as that type of a person that would want to do that. So what was was your role in this? Was this a musical or a play? It's it's an Italian-American dinner theater show so okay. it's a lot and you're of kind of one of the italian americans at the at the table yeah i was one of the people in the wedding yeah but was it a lot of memorization how long is this play were you a big character in this yeah i played the groom sometimes tony yeah there would be an outline of the show there were certain points the show had to hit the, oh, got it. So it wasn't, it was a lot of improvisation. The audience then. was like you were guests at a wedding. So you, you would do a lot of table work. You'd like go around to the tables. Got it. Okay. So it was a lot, it was more of like almost an improv type of trip. Pretty much. Yeah. 
That's cool. And then how much were you getting paid to do this? Oh, not a lot. I mean, shit. It was probably I th- maybe 30 bucks a show. But there were shows five nights a week? Yeah, I mean, we probably did four or five shows a week. So wow. it wasn't a lot of money. Not a lot, but, you know. I was living something. at home at the time, so I didn't have to worry about paying rent. Did though. your parents go to the show? Oh, yeah. I had, I had a, Yeah, they came a few times. I had a lot of family and friends come. <laughs> did they love it? Yeah, it was fun because, like, there's a, you could drink there and the food was good. Um, sometimes we would, I would drink before the shows. Right. That's cool. Yeah, we weren't supposed to, but we so that did was kind cause... of your, but that was kind of your stepping stone into stand up in a sense because the right. guy you met there is, said, "Come do my mic." Yeah, it, yeah. It kind of made you like, you know, being on stage in front of people. Mm-hmm. Used that, to that, that was, feeling. That was the stepping stone. Yeah. You go do the old mic. What's your first set like? I think I crushed. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, I had a lot of I had a lot of support. I had like a ton of friends come out. Okay. So then the other comics were like, "Well, this is an awesome mic," because I yeah, because there were like twenty real audience members that you that were your friends and family. Open mic, yeah. And you so you do you did you heavily prepare? Were you nervous? Were you yeah not I had, nervous? yeah I I remember writing some stuff. Yeah, I was very nervous. I definitely had a few beers before I went up, and then but you um, go up, they all love it. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. And then so right then and there, we were like, okay. I need to do more of this. This was awesome. Well, I was, yeah, I remember being like worried, like, oh, so I, I, I do this again then, or what? <laughs> I was like, all right, yeah, I'll be back next week. And I remember doing it once a week for a little while, and then I remember another comic coming up to me, being like, you know, the, there's more than just this place. You know, you can get up other nights or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get to that. <laughs> so you were, you were taking it slow in the beginning. Yeah, because then I also. My buddy was hosting theater. it. Sometimes I, yeah, I eventually quit that probably a few months later. And then I, I started co-hosting that mic. And it, be, it was a really good mic because a lot of my friends lived in the area because it was right after college. So they were mm-hmm. they were in that because you had like DePaul University down there. and uh, like Where did you go couple to college? Other, I went to Iowa, DePaul, and Columbia College in Chicago. Wait. You went to three different colleges? Yeah, yeah. Why did you go to so many? I, you know, I was shopping around. Um, so what did you graduate from? N- no, nowhere. Oh, you didn't graduate? Yeah. You went to three different colleges and <laughs> dropped out? Yeah. What? Fuck you, man. What is this, a fucking uh, no, job no, no. interview? No, no, I think college sucks. I'm glad yeah, you got that's out. But why. it's just, uh, it's just yeah. weird to me to hear, yeah, I went to three different ones, and then I was like, fuck it. Yeah, I probably only finished about, I probably only got maybe two years worth of credits Got it. In all that time, so yeah. The, so what the made thing you I regret finally was quit? My parents' money, but yeah, I just was like, yeah, yeah. I well, when I finally quit is when I got Tony and Tina's wedding. <laughs> that was when I was in the acting program at Columbia College in Chicago, and was like, "Fuck you guys! I fucking made it already. I fucking got." I'm a, getting thirty bucks. I, yeah, I got a job. Tina, Tina's. Why don't wedding. you guys go read about fucking Macbeth or some bullshit? That is so funny. So were your parents pissed when you're like, I'm Kinda. quitting college? Oh, yeah, and I remember I, I told a kid that I got that in, when I was in school, and he's like, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be uh, telling anybody about that. Like, it was like, a, he was like looking down at me because I was doing that show, and it wasn't like a real, 
it wasn't like real acting. Oh, you were like stoked. You're like, hey, I got an acting job. Yeah, I'm on yeah. And this guy's like, I'm wedding. He goes, like, hey, what? Not really something to brag about. Yeah, he was looking down on me. And I wonder what that guy's up to now. Well, and the thing is, when I left college, every time I just stopped showing up. I didn't like officially ever drop out. Oh, see, I thought you transferred to each school. You just stopped one, took a break, and you're like, I'll start. Yeah, there were breaks in between all. (laughs) Yeah, this is a pretty. Got uh, it. So, what about so school was just never your thing? Pretty fashionable. High school was high school your thing? Uh, Yeah, I was good in high school. I got into like a bunch of Big Ten colleges. But you didn't want to go. I went to Iowa. It's a Big Ten school. Oh, it is. University okay. of Iowa, yeah. Um, but there still had to be something because, you know, for, at least for me, I don't know how your family was. I never liked school either. But it was just it was just kind of always expected. You're going to go to college and you're going to graduate college. That's yeah. what you do. That's what we do. You, well, you go, you're going to college and that's it. That. I guess that's what was expected of me. But then when I got there, I just was like, there's nothing here for me. Yeah. And uh, and in the back of my mind, like even like when I was probably nineteen, I was like, I had in the back of my mind doing something like what what I'm doing now, like comedy or yeah. acting. I was always into that, and I just was kind of like, yeah, we'll see. I'll try college, and and then I knew. And then once I discovered stand up, I was like, uh, yeah, I pretty much went all in at a certain point. So you're doing. You're doing in Chicago then from 2008 to 2012. So you did it for four years in Chicago. Yeah. And then I hit the ceiling there. No, I wasn't that great there. I mean, I was friends with a lot of the guys and did a couple shows here and there. But yeah, I just. Uh, so you to didn't. Leave. Yeah. So that's what I was going to ask you. Most people leave, like you said, when they hit the ceiling there. Yeah. You did not. You were not at the yeah, ceiling. Yeah. I didn't say. Yeah. I was somewhere on the. Maybe the. Uh, I was somewhere in the living room. Um, so what made you what made you go ah screw Chicago I need to go to the bigger uh yeah I mean I kind of always liked the West Coast and, good weather yeah and also I felt it gave me more of a coming out here I could kind of focus all of my energy on comedy whereas in Chicago at this time all my friends were still there and we were still going out and getting wasted and that was diverting a lot of my attention oh interesting so you thought stand up hey chicago's not really healthy for me yeah i thought i could uh and i did when i came out here i thought being away from friends and family i could kind of focus on myself and what i need to do um as far as comedy goes i needed to get away from every it's kind of like the athlete who um was like partying with his boys that he grew up with instead of focusing on playing football or whatever sport. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you need to you need to get away from s- that stuff so you can refocus. That's good, but I mean, it's, it's good that you did that, but it also takes a lot of willpower to leave that and a lot of motivation and kind of smartness. Oh, yeah, it did. Yeah, to be I mean, able to, because you were young, you're 22 years old, and, you, and you're saying to yourself, you know what? I need to get away from all this. Yeah. Well, no, this I didn't move until I was, I was 28 when Tw- I moved. 28. But yeah, still, it was, uh, yeah, it wasn't easy, but I, I, I had committed to it. I knew I was ready to do it, and it was something I wanted to do, and something I basically felt I had to do. Um, I mean, kind of my own fault for not being disciplined enough to know 
in Chicago, like when I, you know, that should be doing more comedy. But it's I hard. was like, this is a way. I kind of looked at it also like this is a way for me to grow up and mature and kind of. It's it's good life experience to get out on my own. Yeah, no, it it's hard to know to do more. For me, I started at in college at UC Santa Cruz, and there, at least at the time. You were only able to get up in Santa Cruz once or twice a week. And if you wanted to do more, you had to drive to San Francisco and Sacramento and yeah. San Jose. And I wasn't really willing to drive two hours to do an open mic. Oh, yeah. And I kind of, in my ma- mind, because I didn't know, I wasn't in the comedy scene. I had just done stand-up a handful of times in Santa Cruz. In my mind, doing it once a week or even once every two weeks, I thought, Oh, this is what stand-up comedians do. Yeah, me I'm too. a stand-up comedian. I was like, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm ready to move to LA and do it. And only when I got here did I realize that people kind of hit the ceiling of their local towns first, typically before moving to LA. Yeah, that's mostly what you run into. Yeah, or or that people were going up five, six, and seven nights a week doing open mics and stand-up. I didn't realize that people grinded and worked at stand-up like they do. So I really don't count myself as starting until I moved to LA even though I had done it for a year yeah I, I kind of feel that way too yeah I like I consider myself uh, an LA comic yeah um for sure because yeah I mean Chicago they when I left and especially now during regular times they have a great comedy and great mic scene but uh yeah it wasn't until I got out here where you see you go on the websites to see like there's like 15 mics a night and you're like holy shit right and there's so, people that hit a bunch of them yeah there's grinders out there yeah I, I would always try to do two to three a night and that's a lot I think the most I ever did was five just to say I did it but then yeah. at that point you're just exhausting yourself you're just right you're running around town to do these shitty mics yeah and then as uh, things went on then I you realize quantity's better than Quality is better than quantity. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. But there is that time where you want to do all that and get do all those mics and do all those shitty rooms and stay kind of uh don't don't ever get comfortable. Right. And it's it's once you get spoiled, or at least for me, I don't know for you, we kinda you get the job as a door guy and now you're kinda guaranteed yeah. two decent spots a week. Well, see, Usually, sometimes more. When I started doing that, I was like, I know a lot of guys start when they're newer in comedy, like working there. But like the way Adam, uh, shout out to Adam Egit, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> the way he runs it there, he he wants guys that are good, like me, that have put in the work, because this is a this is an honor and a privilege to be here to be performing here and to work here. Like, yeah. I'm not just going to take some little, hey, guys, you know, like little shit comic who's just like two months into comedy. Right. No, it's not that. Like, I, like when I was there, I feel like this is kind of a reward. No, I I did feel that way. when Once I started working there, I was like, this is a, re- a reward for a lot of hard work and a lot of dedication that I put into this. Yeah, no, 100%. So, yeah, what I'm saying is basically, yeah, I kind of, once I got there, I was, like, not too worried about getting around to too many other places because I'm like, I did all that bullshit stuff, so I don't need to worry about grinding mics anymore. But Yeah, but also you get spoiled. Yeah, and you don't want to get, like, complacent. You do. You yeah. Once you start getting three, let's say, let's say two to three 
good spots. These right. are crowds. Yeah, you get then, the potluck spot and then like one or two development yeah, spots. Yeah, you get a development spot. You get thrown up here and mm-hmm. there. So you get the belly room mic, whatever it is. You're doing three yeah, belly room mics. solid spots. Then when you go to a coffee shop down on Sunset, that's yeah. five people in their notepads not listening with the blender going on in the background. You go, why am I here? Yeah. What is this doing for me? What? Why are we doing that? Yeah, you it's just, not doing anything. At a certain yeah. point, it becomes counterproductive. Yeah, absolutely. But That's, you do need to uh, you need to do those places at the beginning. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's, but it's, yeah, once you start getting the good spots, do now, those. Yeah. <laughs> now I wanted to talk to you about probably, I would say uh, of the people that know you, your your favorite, uh, their favorite thing about you in comedy is, of course, Joe Eats. Yeah, would Joe you, Eats. Would is you a, say it's a big? Is, yeah, is that it's your, probably the best your, show on Instagram. Would you would you say that's most people's favorite of yours? People as far as who? Your peers. I don't know. I mean, they. I think I mean, you might be like most. You might be because of you know John's social media following. You might be most known for Joe Picks. Yeah, those things. But yeah. I think of the people that know you before Joe Picks. It was Joe Eats. Yeah. Joe Eats, in my mind, is is you. And, and if I had to sum you up to someone in two minutes, I would send them a Joe Eats. Yeah, I not can a, see that. Not a Joe Picks. Right, right. So was Joe Eats, was there any conflict of starting that? Because did you have a fear of maybe going back to your fat Joe? <laughs> well, I was fat when I started. Because I started it off Instagram. I Actually, you remember but, Brian? But that was L.A. Yeah. Yeah. You remember Brian Christopher? Of course. From it, Chicago yeah. as well. Red hair, runs a L.A., lives in Chicago, but runs the L.A. comedy scene Facebook group. Yeah, and he actually runs a great, helps run a great show in Chicago that I did throughout the summer every Wednesday. Outdoor show, safe. Did you get to do safe. it every single Wednesday? Every Wednesday, yeah. Wow, good for And then, um, so anyways, he's the one who came up with Joe Eats. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was his idea. <laughs> so he was just like, dude, you got to do this. Yeah. This was probably back in like 2013 or 14, probably. Mm-hmm. We started doing, they, we would do long, like five, six minute episodes and put them on YouTube. Right. It was just way too long. And then it just, uh, Instagram, it's way better, the one minute format. Just get to the point. I would love to see the old YouTube version. I don't think I ever, I only, I've only seen your Yeah, Instagram they're still ones. up. Yeah, we, we did like Astro Burger. Um, there was a food truck we did. Yeah. Essentially what it is, I should have had you do a live one here on the podcast. That would have been great, but I, I didn't think, I didn't have the foresight to think of that idea until yeah. just now. But essentially what it is, is you take a food. I imagine it's usually things you've already had, or is it? Sometimes both? it's new stuff. Sometimes new stuff. Yeah. And you're like, today I'm going to be eating blah, blah, blah. And then you shove it down your gullet. Mm-hmm. And like you take way too big of a bite, yeah. I guess and then you eat it, and you go, "Yep, that's good." And that's basically about it. Well, I mean, there's a little more to it than that. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I try to get a few jokes in there. Um, yeah, that's basically what it is. Just trying to make f- make f- make food Man, funny. I, well, I should broken? stop touching it. I have a nervous. It's habit. a 
I, but it makes me think because that's a four hundred dollar microphone. Oh no, and and you're not you yeah, didn't break it, but it makes me think, man. I hope that thing's not broken. Yeah, I hope so. Cause hope I it's ain't not broken. I ain't rich, dog. Yeah, let's, me neither. I'm struggling. Let's um see if anyone left. The, I know we at least got one voicemail, so let's look that up. Yeah, that'd be, yeah, it'd be cool if they did. Hi, yo. I uh, just had a quick question. Um, my name's Steve, and I had someone brought. Is your twin with brother? With the um, whole massive dong thing. Um, what do I do if most of the mass of the dong seems to be going left? Should I make political decisions accordingly? Thank you. Have a good one, guys. Seems like a prank phone call. Yeah, Steve. Yeah, it's a. It sounds like he's doing a bad impression of me. There's people that can do my voice well. That's that's bad. I thought I it was tell. good. The uh, first it's sentence. It's okay. It got worse throughout the voice. Yeah, now. it gets worse. He starts but off with a good high. Yeah. The first sentence where he goes, "What do? You, what was the first words he goes? Hi guys. Yeah, and, some like hi, that. Joe. That is pretty good at the beginning, but yeah, it does get worse. He kind of loses. Or do you it. think there's a chance that's his actual voice and he's just. Has a similar... It's not. <laughs> I mean, it could be, but it sounded like someone doing a character. I, I was, like, trying to figure out if hey, that was, like, a friend of mine. Let's, um... My dongs Let's to listen left. to the beginning one more time. Hi, Joe. <laughs> I, uh, just had a quick question. Um, my name's Steve, and I had yeah, after I, the high Joe, maybe that's it. Ma- he might have only been trying to impersonate you for those first two yeah, words. Yeah, yeah, that's what. It's Hi, like. Joe. Yeah, that was pretty. Good. I can't do it. Hi, Joe. But uh, and then the call just doesn't seem re- like. Are we even going to respond to that? Yeah, I don't know. My dong hangs left. Should I lean left politically? <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what he's yeah, asking. Follow your. Should you follow your dong for yeah. your life lessons? Sorry. Yeah, that's it doesn't seem like um. Yeah, it's a real question. I don't think you would follow your dong. I mean, in, I mean, a lot of guys do follow their dong though, because they'll have sex with a woman or whatever, because their dong wants them to. And but yeah, but as way as politics go, maybe if, if there's a hot woman you see on the left, maybe uh, if your dong's going left, go left. Whatever you think. I'm gonna say I don't even know if his. Real name Steve. I don't. I don't want. I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna skip to the next voicemail. Yeah, let's hear what gonna. else we got. Yo, what's up? This is your girl Kristen Nabisco out here in IG world and other places. Just giving you a little shout out, saying what's up. You can find me on Stereo Lap. Plugging uh, yourself. I believe my name there is. Um, oh, I'm gonna. I'm. Can't, I'm just gonna cut this whole thing out. What did she out. say? Who's? What's up? And um. I'm calling into the show basically to see if you can give me some advice on how to beat this COVID. It's kicking my ass. Oh. Um, let me know. What's up? How's it cracking? I'm going to beat this. I don't know if she's being real either. Oh, yeah. She doesn't sound sick at all. And if she, she is was sick. She's plugging and then had COVID? Yeah, she's she plugging and then how do I beat COVID and you don't sound sick at all? Vit- I vitamin C and zinc, I heard. Vitamin, yeah, you know why it's vitamin C and zinc? It's the same medication, same, not medication, it's the same thing they recommend for the common cold. 
Because that's about your chances of not recovering from it. The same as not recovering from the common cold, <laughs> Kristen. Ugh, two bullshit calls. Yeah, interesting voicemail there. Yeah, I thought she was just plugging something. And then... Oh, I'm cutting her plug right out. You think you can call into my show and spam telling people to follow you on an app What's that no one freaking app? uses? Stereo app was an app that they were paying comedians during COVID to go on and use it. Oh, and wow. Then, a lot, and then once they stopped paying, the comedian stopped using it, but then there's still people like her who are still on it because they didn't realize that, that <laughs> I was on it because I was getting paid. Yeah, I mean, if you're getting paid, but yeah, it's cool. Going on here, spamming us. Get up. Grow up. Is that it? That's the only two calls. Oh, I thought there got. was one more. I thought there was the there was, one plus two. There was a... Uh, there was a four people who called, but I think uh, some people got scared when it went to voicemail and they chickened out. Looks like, but yeah, people don't like leaving voicemails. It's interesting, huh? Oh, yeah, if I said text in your questions for Joe, would have gotten a hundred. Yeah, but it's not as engaging for the listeners when we read them. But maybe I got to do both. Yeah, I like hearing the person's voice. Yeah, it's nice. Adds that personal touch. So, what's your plan once COVID? Is over once everything in LA is back to normal. What's your game plan? Go back, just get back to where we were what, doing what we were doing. Yeah, yeah, I was doing fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, things were good. I wasn't taking anything for granted. Uh, COVID hasn't made me count my blessings. I already counted them. <laughs> um, so I was, I was, I was good. Um, yeah, I want to do comedy. Again, I want to work again, make money again, and yeah, go back to the way things were before. Do you have anything in your life that I could help you with? Advice? Things in your life that just therapy things, things that keep you up at night? Yeah, a lot. What? What's something that I could help you with? Well, I have OCD. Do you have that? Do you already know what it is? I know what it is. I think I have it a little bit. I think I have kind of a minor case. I keep my apartment very clean. I do things in a particular way. I'm a perfectionist. I think that's kind of OCD traits. Yeah. And for me, how I deal with that, I, I don't know that I have an extreme case as you, but for me, I just know that even if things don't get done in the perfect way that I want them to, if I let them go, let them out of my control and let other people have them, more of them get done. And it's it's more fun to have other others involved. And yeah. I know I don't want my O C D to affect others. Yeah. No, They're, but not not so much that, but more more uh the more raring um or what do you call it? Uh the thing that's more, I need a job is my big problem right oh. now. I need a job. You need money. Yeah. Well, I, um, remember before Comedy Store, you were doing uh, Uber and Postmates, right? I won't do it. How come? Oh, can't. It's well, terrible. Just because you did it and it, you hated it. Yeah, and it's... I don't remember you hating driving, it. driving, it's enough. I, I Listen, I won't do it either, so I understand, but you did it for a while, and I don't recall you hating it, really. Well, I did it because I had to do it. I didn't really... But you have to. You might have it. to again. No. No? I'll do other things. Are you on unemployment still? Yeah. So that's but it might... 
it could run out at any time because right. now it's like week to week. I'm like, I don't have any, there's nothing left in my balance. Mm-hmm. So I think they're just going on a week to week thing with it. Right. I don't know. But yeah, eventually I'm going to need to work again. I've lost a lot of money and I, I, I need some ideas of jobs. And, but you won't do Uber or Postmates. No, I, I could work at Vito's Pizza. You'd rather you know work that? at a pizza place? Yeah. Oh, then, yeah, well, let's just... They already refuse. gave me an offer. They did? Yeah. How? How <laughs> did that come about? Uh, well, I know some of the people there. Oh, so there you go. You got a job. I'm, yeah, but I'm a, I'll do it if I have to. If you get a job at Vito's Pizza, would you hook it up from a guy like me? I mean, during COVID, it's tough to give hookups. What do you mean? You don't even work there. You don't know. It's probably the same well, the same right. toughness as usual. Yeah, we'll see. Like, okay, I'm here's what I imagine your hookups will be able to do. You'll be able to give me a di- I don't expect a free pizza. Maybe a free slice. Yeah, big but not pie, a, no way. Not a free whole pizza. That That's the hookup you get. But if I call in the pizza, I expect an employee discount. Yeah, maybe. Sure. Or maybe I call and order a medium and you give me a large. That type of thing. Yeah, let's see. Let's see if I put on the apron. I kind of want you to now so I can get that hookup. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. In a couple months, I may have to do that. I think in a couple months, things will be getting back. Maybe. Yeah, who knows? We've been saying that. I've been saying that every couple of months. Well, yeah, maybe now that Biden's president, COVID will just disappear. You never know. Yeah, he would love that. He would love for it to do that, so... Maybe so. Is there anything else you want to share with the world? Um, no, I mean, that's pretty much my major concern. Just, I mean, I'm not going to be able to help you get a job. Why? So. Help me? Yeah, but not help me get a job, but figure out what I'd be good doing. Oh, um, what if you kind of got into adoption? Don't you get paid for adopting kids? No, I'm not going to do that. Why? Because I don't. I don't want to. What if you? I don't just, want to watch it. I don't even want to babysit child? a dog. Someone asked me to babysit their dog. I said no. Just how is a child? They pay you a few hundred bucks a month. It'll be good for you. They would have to pay a few thousand a month. Okay, so if you can get a couple thousand a month as a child, would you do it? You have to be a dad, two k a month for a kid. And he's my kid forever. No. Or do I give? No, him you're back? like a foster parent. Yeah, you'd give them back. Oh, foster parent. You'd be a foster dad, 2K a month. Would you down? And you don't know what race the kid's going to be, just so you know. Mystery race kid, because I know how you are about your race. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, maybe. I'm kidding. By the way, Joe's not racist. Grow up. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. It's not a bad idea. All um, right. But I probably wouldn't. You wouldn't? I was looking online about. Man, I got to One of the things is uh, I saw uh, on Craigslist is cleaning pools. You can make good money. Oh, you can be a pool boy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a great job. Why don't you do that? That's what I was thinking. Would you start your own pool boy service or would you work for a a different pool guy? Well, that's the thing. It sounds like they train you and then you could kind of make your own route. Like once you start getting meeting clients. Yeah, it's kind of. uh, Yeah, it's one of those things where there's not a. Uh, super high barrier of entry to becoming a pool guy. Yeah. It's really just training. But then once you do it, most people have their own stuff. 
you kind of can just start your own company if you want it, your own pool cleaning company. Yeah, it sounds like you need a pickup truck, though. They were That'd saying. be helpful. So that's a possibility, yeah. Man, you being the hot pool boy, I just think about pornos. Yeah, that'd be yeah. I like to going have in sex. And having sex with moms. Be yeah, bad ass. What about um, being a security guard? I could see you doing that. Getting guard card, maybe being like walking around the Walmart lot. Uh, no, I don't want to do that. You wouldn't want to do that. No, too much, too dangerous. Oh, yeah, I want to talk about... Yeah, Walmart uh, could be dangerous. I want to talk about your robbery story. Why? It's interesting. Well, I, I, yeah, I guess it is. Some story. people like some people like r- dispute it. Like, I, like, what I was, what like, does that even it, mean? Well, but, like, I'll have some friends be like, well, you don't know if the guy actually had a gun. It's like, well, I assume it was. It was either a gun or he was pretending to have a gun. Yeah, exactly. So it was, it was one of the two, so yeah. it's not... Yeah, you don't have uh, time to decipher the difference, especially when it's dark. Yeah. So, yeah, I love, I love how people try and make... F- but people don't know what we're talking about right now, so I want you to take us back. This is... What year was this? 2016? Yeah. 2016, you're a door guy, just got a door guy not job. Not yet. Not yet. You're not even a door guy. No. You're walking home. In West Hollywood, by the way, this is a affluent neighborhood, mm-hmm. not a crime-filled neighborhood, gay community, very nice. Yeah, I remember I was actually, no, I was just at home, but then I went outside. I was calling my friend, wishing him a happy birthday, so I was just, like, pacing around outside my building on the sidewalk. Like you tend to do. Yeah, and it yeah. wasn't that late. It was maybe eight or nine in the evening. Uh-huh. Late, uh... August, I want to say. And, yeah, that's it. That's not it. That's not... But continue the story. No one knows what happened. Well, yeah, so I was on the phone, and then, yeah, just some guy came up behind me, like, running up quick. Like, I, I, I was going... I was walking in a direction on the phone. There was a guy behind... Like, I heard someone running up behind me really fast. You're startled a little bit. Yeah, I was startled, yeah, because I was on the phone. Like, my my attention's diverted. Right. And, uh, you know, I turn around, look at the guy, and he's, like, got what appeared to be a gun. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, sorry for- Yeah, it all happened very fast. When something's pointing at you like this at night, and somebody, and the guy's like, give me your phone, give me your phone. So you're like, okay, I'm getting robbed here. Um, Yeah, I had no kind of, uh, like, the guy, it was- it was a well-executed robbery because mm. I, because my attention, like I was not paying attention to any of my surroundings. Right. And he also came from behind, so I had like no chance. So I just like- Gave him your phone. Fell. Yeah, I like kind of fell down because I was just kind of like- Startled, yeah. Yeah, I was like in shock pretty much and then uh, just dropped the phone and then he just grabbed the phone and then ran. Yeah. That was it. It just seems such yeah, an intense... Yeah, they took the phone. Yeah, they want phones a lot. What an intense crime for... What is, he, what is that phone worth on a black market? 50, 100 bucks? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah at, this, yeah, at this time, it was probably... I think it was a 5S iPhone, so it wasn't even that great of a phone. Right. And, uh... Yeah, and I was still on the line with my friends, so I remember I... 
I was like, I better like I, I went in. And, Did you say bye? No, we were or in mid. Yeah, I, I think he might have heard me. Like you didn't yell. say like, hey, I gotta go. No, I didn't even have a chance to. Rude. So I was like, I better. I I Facebook message him and let him know what happened. And like, cause he he was like, yeah, I knew something was fucked up. Damn, and that guy got away with it. He never got caught. Yeah, he didn't get caught. Yeah. Damn. There were a couple people walking that called the police for me because I couldn't call them because my phone was gone. Did you flag them down? Were you like, hey, that guy just robbed me. Call the cops. Or did they see it happen? They saw it. Yeah, they were... Um, yeah, they were maybe like 100 feet away or something. Wow. Yeah, they weren't that far away. Man, so must have been desperate for some phones. Yeah, and then the cops... In up. retrospect, if you could go back in time... Would you have just been more aware of your surroundings to try and avoid the robbery? Would you have tried and taken that guy down? What would you have done differently if we could recreate that? Yeah, I mean, ideally, you would have liked to fight the guy. <laughs> but yeah. would you? If like, if it were, if if you got a second chance at that situation, would you have played it the same? Hey, that guy has a gun. Don't just let yeah, it. Yeah, I think so. Especially yeah. since I was caught from behind, right. I didn't really have a move. Right. Like, it wasn't like we were fighting, and then the guy tried right. to pull a gun. Like, he already had it out, pointed, mm-hmm. and was behind, and got me from the back. So I, understand. I guess I would have played it the same, but what that did do for me is made me— I'm always aware of everything around me now, right. especially, like, I have the Citizen app. People are like, oh, you shouldn't have that. It makes you nervous. Like, no, I want to know what's going on. This neighborhood out here, it, it sucks. And I want to know what's happening. I think that's reasonable. If it were me, I would have taken the guy down. But I understand why you wouldn't do that. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't really in the position. Well, they say when something like that happens, you, you're you. Some people would have you fight, flight, or freeze. Mine was freeze. Yeah. So. <laughs> and there's yeah, because I didn't that. run. I just didn't do anything. And I, and I don't. I'm not trying to make you feel bad about that. But just so you know, if it were me. That guy would be dead right now. Yeah, I mean, I just... I would have taken uh, the gun from his hands and shot him with it. In yeah, a swift, I mean, In one swift move and under under a second. Do you know how to do that, though? Yeah, I was born knowing how okay. to do that. That's instinct, baby. Yeah, I didn't... Uh, that wasn't my initial reaction. That's okay. I could show you if you want. Like in the movies, uh, when they, like, s- switch it out real quick. <laughs> yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Like that. Like, uh, what do you think? Jackie Chan. Mm-hmm. I've watched a lot. I told you in the beginning of the podcast, I watched Kung Fu. Oh, yeah. I guess from that, you could learn that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I kind of get it. Yeah. I, there was, there's other people that say that too, but until you're in that situation. Oh, I've been in that situation hundreds of times. What are you talking about? You've gotten robbed hundreds of times? Oh, well, I've never been robbed, but people have tried. Like, how? Similar to you. Hey, give me that. Give me your wallet. Yeah, but are they pointing Not a weapon today, at sucker. you? Sucker, yeah, they're pointing a gun. I ripped the gun and I no, you're lying. killed several people. I'm I, not listen, I'm not proud of it. That's just my life. But yeah, but like right after it happened, I didn't like people armchair quarterbacking of like <laughs> being like you didn't beat his ass. I'm like, no, I didn't. Sorry, I'm not experienced in getting mugged. I didn't... Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. And again, I, I'm sharing my side of the and story And again, I was on the phone totally unaware of my surroundings. So it was just t- completely caught off guard. No, I, I'm sorry that happened to you. I only wish that I had 
given you the training prior so that you could have depended yeah i wish i would yeah if i would have had the training perhaps i would have made an aggressive move towards the fellow well i'll tell you what i'll give you one training session for free yeah thanks yeah anytime you want come over and i'll teach you some self-defense okay fine great well i'm sorry you went through that and um Sorry about your mom. I Thanks. Didn't know. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say my mom also died. You want to talk some more about that? I'm so, well, you know, it's um, that was jo- that was a joke. I didn't mean to make the podcast dark sad. Episodes. Yeah, but you know, this is real life. Listen, I also you also didn't mean to get mugged. You also didn't mean for your mom to die. That, yeah, this is I didn't just think this it would is just the life. Yeah, I didn't mean for this to be the the topics of conversation, but this is this is you. This is your world. And I think we captured it well here tonight. And I hope that others can relate to it and learn from it. And if anyone wants to get some self-defense, message me. And for a small fee, I can teach you just over some DMs, some basic moves. I won't even, we don't even have to meet up. I'll just send you some messages that'll change your life. Do you have a belt of any color? In any of those martial arts? No, no, I'm not uh, formally trained or anything, but... You know, no. the The first guy who started teaching karate, you think he was formally yeah, trained? Yeah, he had. Yeah, Someone everyone had starts start, right from themselves. It's a good point. Thanks for being on the podcast, and check out Joe Marisi's stand up comedy, and follow him on Instagram at Joe Marisi. Thank you, Ari. Thanks for having me. And God bless you guys. We'll see you next time. Thank you. You're listening to you're listening to unlicensed 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 therapy with Ari Manis. episode pretty good ending i'd say about self-defense and getting mugged here in los angeles scary could be scary for anyone who's not prepared what else uh yeah i don't know i feel like i just want to keep talking to you guys but tune in next week we're gonna have another great guest i have some episodes lined up and please leave me a voicemail if you haven't already leave that voicemail 323-379-5244 all right see you guys